are listening to the talk show for professional web developers. This is the David Conley Show. Online at bcradionetwork.com. Well, greetings, brothers and sisters of the planet Earth. You're listening to The David Connolly Show, coming at you from dcradionetwork.com. Visit the website, take the trip, check out the archives and all of that stuff, man. It's all happening. Listen, you Stitcher people. I'm talking to you iTunes people. Head on down to dcradionetwork.com, man. Join the club. Join the party. I'm talking about the Insider Club, haven't you heard? Anyway... Uh, DCRadioNetwork.com, that's where we live. How on earth are you doing? What an incredible week. Folks, I have to tell you, I've been in this game since probably, oh gee, since about 1996, and I struggle to think of a time that's been more exciting than the time that we're in just now. There's some absolutely incredible stuff going on, some of which I can talk about and some of which I'm just not able to talk about just now. But if you are in the Insider Club, the insiderclub.org, you can join for free, do you hear me people? Then you'll know that actually there's all sorts of things going on. If we just look at the Insider Club, for example, um, last week, I mentioned that I'd launched a new feature uh, on the Insider Club called the Inner Circle. Now, I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't know if anything's going to work. These are just ideas, you know. No sooner had I added the Inner Circle section than, well, I don't want to go off on one, but there's possibly a, a deal happening, and if it happens... I will probably be out of it, you know, as far as that stuff goes. But the funny thing is, um, the Inner Circle seems to be doing pretty well. Um, we have jobs coming in. One's just came in that minute, posted by Oliver, I think. So thanks for that, Oliver. Uh, I think he's posted a couple. We have, who else actually? Someone else posted a job. Teva from France. He's posting stuff as well. And it's really, really cool, man. It's really exciting and it's it's good to see this kind of thing happening. I'm not entirely sure uh, if maybe I should open the inner circle up and just give everyone access to it. I don't know yet. If there's any thoughts, then let me know. But that's kind of exciting, right? The discussion forum has been electrified the past week. Uh, all sorts of interesting things going on. Uh, something's just came in here. System notification. What on earth is this? I was developing a notification. Okay, so there's a lot of um, technical conversations going on. Thanks to Tim, who has basically been a full-time helper guy at the forum. I mean, it's incredible. The people who are on board. And let me tell you something. 
I actually believe that when you're the kind of person who just gives and helps and gives and helps and does this, I'm telling you, man, good things shall happen. I have your back, okay, Tim? I'm going to make sure he's all right because I'm grateful for his contributions. Thanks to, that's my wearing squeaky shoes here. I don't know if you can hear that. I'm not strangling mice, right? Um, thanks to M's Loan. He's been on the forum quite active. Ishovic is on. Yavo's been on the scene. Um, it's really great to see you guys helping each other, working on some cool stuff and all that, man. It's awesome. And also, in case you never noticed, yesterday I added a new video to the Insider Club website, and I'm really quite excited about this one. I've added a video entitled How to Sell Websites. Now, this is for Insider Club members only. It's not on YouTube or anything else, but it's on the Insider Club. You can check it out free of charge. Go to insiderclub.org, insiderclub.org. And in that video, I'm going to show you, well, I do, it's up, it's yesterday. What am I talking about? What am I talking about? I show you a system that took me 14 years to develop that basically takes you from, hey, how are you doing? Okay, to selling a web application. Now, some of you folks uh, really need help with this area. And I say this from a place of peace, love and vegetables, right? Some of you folks, quite frankly, well, how can I, I'll put this as positively as I can. Let's just say that you're more focused on coding than on actual interacting with people. <laughs> okay, listen, man, you're all fantastic and super intelligent. The, the, the point is that I think a lot of developers get a really bad vibe when it comes to selling because you're all a super cool bunch of people. And there's this misconception that to sell anything, especially something that's, you know, intangible like a website, there's this misconception that you basically need to be uncool and unethical and you need to change personalities and become an extrovert lunatic. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not the case. Anyone can be brilliant at selling websites. Anyone. And you don't need to be uncool. You definitely don't need to be unethical. It is a privilege to have someone sell to you if they do it properly. And at the Insider Club, I'm basically giving you the system that I've used for, well, I've used it for a long time. It took me 14 years to perfect this. It's very, very simple. It actually probably does the opposite of what you expect, as you shall see. Um, and as I say, anyone, anyone can do this. Now, if you're the kind of developer who thinks, well, I'm into coding, man. Someone else will do the selling. Listen, listen. The people who you are dealing with are movers and shakers, or at least the people who you will be dealing with, right? You're going to be dealing with people who are at the top 
of the business food chain. These people are super productive. These people are short on time. A lot of these people are workaholics. They are results driven. They are highly intelligent and they do not have time to deal with salespeople. Do you hear me? So if any of you folks have ideas of, well, I'll get a salesman and head, he'll deal with selling, I'm telling you right now, now I'm not saying that that will never work, but what I am saying is that nobody can sell your stuff better than you. Nobody, right? And people want, they're going to want to talk to you. They don't want to talk to a salesman. They want to talk to you. So you must learn how to sell. You must learn how to sell. I have this little thing sometimes if I meet someone and they say um, I'm a commercial web developer, sometimes I'll say, oh, that's really cool. What's your favorite book on the subject of selling? And they're like, what? What are you talking about? No, don't you mean coding? No. What's your favourite book on the subject of selling? How many books have you read on the subject of how to sell? Most people ha have, have no clue about this universe. Some of them say, oh, well, I'm a natural. I tell you what, folks, one of these days, I should do a show talking about the crazy selling strategies that some of you folks have been using and listen man I love you madly and I'm not being you know I'm not trying to be rude here but some of the things some of the methods you know I have one guy who told me that he said man I got this inquiry for a, a, a guy wanted a, a, a website I can't remember what it was I think it was an online shop or something and I was like oh that's really cool how did it go and he said, oh, it went really great. I was on the phone and, you know, I was doing a sales pitch and all that. It was really great. And I said, okay, what did you say to the guy? He said, this is the other developer, who shall remain safely anonymous, Insider Club member. He said to me, well, I was trying to talk the guy into paying a high price for the website. And I wanted him to pay a premium price because I wanted it to be a really good site. I knew that that would be best for him and it would be best for me. So I was trying really hard to kind of edge him towards the premium price bracket. And I thought, okay, well, so far so good. What did you actually say? He said, I said to the guy, would you like a shop in Govan or would you like a shop in Oxford Street? <laughs> okay, now, just for the 99.999% of people who haven't got a clue what that means, uh, Govan is a really kind of run-down part of Glasgow where I live, okay? It's actually not too bad. There's been rejuvenation and it's cool, it's fine, you know. They've added a few new things and it's all right. But back in, like, the 50s and the 70s and all that, Govan, which is this area of Glasgow, had a reputation for being really rough and really run down. The last time I parked my car in Govan, I came back a few hours later and every single window had been smashed in. That's Govan, okay? That's the neighbourhood Govan. 
I remember that I turned up and all my I had all these Queen albums in cassette format and they were all over the road, man. They smashed my car up. So Govan is traditionally a rough neighbourhood. And the web developer had said to this guy from England, who probably didn't have a clue about Govan and had never heard of it, he said to him, Would you rather have a shop in Govan or in Oxford Street? Oxford Street is a very opulent street in the centre of London, right? But the guy didn't have a clue. And it, and the guy on the other end of the phone said, uh, I don't know. And at that point, the developer said, Ah, exactly, exactly. So can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Folks, I'm giving you the worst sales pitch in the universe here, right? I mean, you guys really need help. You know, so that there's people who think that that's good selling. I think it's just alienation. I know that there's uh, lots of other developers who think that the way to sell uh, a web app is to go in and talk about technology, you know. And it's unbelievable. It's <sighs> The good news is you don't need to do anything like that, okay? You don't need to do anything uncool. You don't need to do anything unethical and you... Definitely don't need to ask people if they want a shop in Govan or in Oxford Street. Head to the Insider Club, check out the video, it's free of charge, and I'll show you the system that has worked for me. A system that only four or five days ago I used to close a $50,000 web development gig. Yes, indeed, it's all happening and it's all there. Now, listen, folks, um, if you've been a listener to this show and you've been on board for a while, you will know that this show is not about being Mr. Perfect or anything. In fact, one year ago, one year ago almost to the day, I was walking about the park with a little dictaphone, very cheap one, I may add, and I was talking about, they've closed my bank account, help, they closed my bank account. Can you believe it? A year ago, they actually closed down the business bank account. And it was a very heavy time. I was eating from a can. That's the world of business, man. Sometimes you can, you know, sometimes things can be good and sometimes things aren't so good. So a year ago I had a really tough time and the funny thing about it is that I actually, uh, I'm not going to give you the full story, but basically I had this flu. I think it was about November 2012 and it wouldn't go away. And then one day I tried to breathe in. Do you like breathing in? And instead of just breathing, I, my throat made this funny noise like, <gasps> I was like, what on earth? Next thing I knew, I couldn't breathe in. Had whooping cough. Six months out of the game. Now, I don't care how good you are at web development. I don't care how hardworking you are. I don't care who you know or what you have built. The way economies and all that work is such that if you take your hands off the wheel for six months, I'm telling you, man, the wolves are going to come to the door. I don't care how enthusiastic you are, okay, unless you have some kind of automated cash cow thing up and running, okay. 
And a year ago, I was definitely not in that place. So can you imagine in bed for six months, just sick, just not able to do anything? I mean, I was a complete mess. They closed the business down. And I'll tell you something, folks. It was a very heavy time. I have an assistant who stood by me, you know, and we used to talk about being in hell. And she used to say, man, it's like we're in hell. She says, I don't know what's going on. She said, uh, you know, a, a, a year or two, even six months ago, we were selling websites for five figure sums regularly. Clients coming, everything was really cool. And now look, we don't even have a bank account. I mean, this was a heavy time. And for a long time, I never spoke about it on the show, but I I was really, really struggling, you know? Every time the phone would go, I'd be going, who's this? <laughs> Somebody else needs paid. And I used to always talk, I used to, I was always optimistic, right? But in my blind optimism, I used to say, don't worry, we are going to climb out of hell. This is the language that I used to use, right? I used to say, look, don't worry, I'm telling you right now, we will climb out of hell. I'm going to climb out of hell. You're coming with me. We will climb out of hell. And this went on for months and months and months, climbing out of hell, right? And then something happened. Something happened and it was just a little change of perception. And it sounds kind of subtle, but I'm telling you folks, it changed everything. Because then I thought to myself one day, you know what? Instead of having this outlook, which is, we're in hell. We're all in hell, you know, and let's, let's climb out of hell. I thought to myself, do you know what? What if you actually embraced the horror? What if you actually embraced the horror. What an incredible concept. Right now in the Insider Club discussion forum, there's a guy, I can't remember his name, but he's there and he's had a really horrendous time trying to set up a virtual server on GoDaddy. And I tried to help the guy and a few other people helped him. Tim was giving him a lot of help. And we're all helping the guy and it went on and on. And none of us could really solve the problem. It's a shame, but sometimes this happens, you know. And I think it was, it must be one of the biggest conversations in the history of the discussion forum. And I felt really bad for the guy, you know, because he has clients waiting probably and he needs this thing set up man and nobody knows how to set it and it's it's just a heavy vibe now i don't know what the vibe is now hopefully he has it working but to that guy i would say maybe it's time to embrace the horror embracing the horror means enjoy and just revel in the majestic madness of the whole vibe. That's the key, or at least it has been for me. Now this has all sorts of direct implications when you actually take this on board. For example, we talk a lot about becoming high paid developers, four, three, or something, five, or something, but the point is, 
most of the insider club members are commercial developers leaning towards the high paid vibe, you know, that's the vibe. But you see, the question is, what do you do if something comes along and maybe it's a bit beneath you? Maybe it's like a contact form. Maybe someone needs a, a extra form field added. Maybe they need help with a template. Maybe some other fault comes along. And someone approaches you and they says, look, can you fix this? Now, you know that you're not going to be getting a five-figure sum or even a four-figure sum. Maybe you won't even get a three-figure sum. But what do you do? How do you respond? Now, one viewpoint, and this is something that faces us all, right? One viewpoint is to say, do you know what? I am the high-paid developer character, and I don't take on low-paid rubbish jobs. That's the vibe. See you later. Goodbye. I'm only interested in the high-paid. Come and talk to me when you've got a five-figure gig or something like that, right? Come back to me, and then we'll talk, baby. But right now, I'm not interested in the low-paid stuff. Now, you can take that viewpoint. But I'm going to tell you that actually, I think that could be a mistake. You see, folks, it is better to take on rubbish work than to take on no work, okay? In fact, there's actually no such thing as rubbish work because even those low-paid jobs and by the way, I have some stuff that, I mean, really and truly, I shouldn't even be looking at it. I, I, I'm not wanting to sound arrogant, but I just shouldn't be looking at it. I'll respond to them because I said I will. But even those low-paid jobs, folks, these jobs give you an opportunity to have a deadline, to have, you know, some experience, to have a server that doesn't work, to have upload problems and all of that stuff and the madness, to send invoices, to make sure the payment gateways are all fine. These lower paid jobs are actually not such a bad thing when you really look at it. Now, to give you an example, um, I I happen to have the site that's top of Google for the phrase website repairs, okay? Now that sounds cool, but it's actually a bit of a cuss because the people who are searching for website repairs, man, they just, you know, they have a budget of about $20 and they need some site fixed and you're not going to become rich doing that, right? But you know something, folks? I actually took the viewpoint, I'm just going to embrace the horror. I am going to embrace the horror. So, um, last week I finished off a job that took me three weeks to do. And you know how much I got paid for three weeks work? 120 quid, okay? That's about less than $200. Can you imagine that? Three weeks on a job and you get paid less than 200 it's it's insane by any standards it's absolutely insane right but here's the thing folks 
First of all, I didn't know it was going to take three weeks. I thought I could do this in about two hours. But as I looked at the guy's website, he needed some work with his admin panel, right? There was a couple of JavaScript errors, right? And as I looked at his website, I thought, hang on, he has no security. This is wide open. And then I thought, and that section's rubbish. And this isn't too good. And I don't like this. And that's not too good either. And I looked at the site and I said to the guy, look, you do realize that your site is basically a dog's dinner, right? I'm not being rude, but why don't you just have the whole site rebuilt, you know? And I was all ready to give him a quote. And he was like, well, this is all, you know, this is all I can afford just now. And I thought to myself, well, I can fix the thing and give him this pile of rubbish. Or I can refund him, you know, could give him his money back, he paid a deposit. Or I can just say, do you know what? I am the kind of guy for whom everything I touch must turn to gold. And I'm not even talking about me necessarily. I just want the thing to work. And I thought, I don't care what it takes. I don't care about the 120 kit. I'm going to rebuild the guy's entire admin panel. And that's what I did. And it was a pretty jam-packed admin panel, you know. Three weeks, folks. £120. Now, to most of you, that sounds crazy. And it probably is crazy, right? It probably is crazy. But the thing is, you know, he kind of caught me at quite a good time. And at the end of the day, there's someone out there with a really cool admin panel and he's happy. And maybe something good will happen. Maybe, maybe something good somehow will drift my way. Well, something good did drift my way. And I can't talk about it, you know, but... um. Let me tell you this, folks, the universe is a funny, funny place. Because when you embrace the horror, and the horror is those nightmare jobs that take ages and ages, the servers that don't work, the unreasonable clients and all that, when you embrace this, and instead of saying, I'm going to climb out of hell, I'm, instead of saying, I'm going to climb out of hell, we're going to get away from this, don't say that. Say to yourself, this is brilliant. I love this. I love the error messages and the broken servers and the sites that get misquoted and the lack of, I actually embrace this. This is me and give me everything you've got. Give me everything you've got, universe, because I love this. And I'm telling you folks, if you become that kind of person in the blink of an eye, you're going to be talking about six-figure deals and all sorts of stuff. I don't need to work anymore this year. Do you hear me, people? I'll talk about it more in the Insider Club. I don't want to in this show. But I'm telling you right now, embrace the horror. Now, obviously, if you have clients, if you have uh, your own projects, if you have other things to do, they must get priority. But don't be the kind of person who turns your nose up at other jobs because it's beneath you, okay? Nobody's like that, by the way. Everybody's cool, right? There's, there's no hidden messages here. But that's my tip of the day. Embrace the horror, man. Embrace it, okay? 
when you embrace the horror and you love it and you take it on board, just wait and see what happens. All right, now listen, folks. In light of all the stuff going on at Ellis Lab recently, there's been a few folks asking, should I stick to Codeigniter? A pretty good question. Now, I have some opinions on this and all of that, but I figured, wouldn't it be good to have some words of advice from our resident PHP guru, Steph Mischuk? He got in touch today. He's made a message and he said it's cool to give it to you folks. So here comes Steph Mischuk. He's going to play us out. Steph Mischuk from KillerPHP.com and KillerSites.com. Do you hear me, people? Steph, take us out. Everyone else, bless you to the highest and may you achieve all your greatest dreams. Here comes Steph. Bye. I recently talked about the uh, demise of Code Igniter, I suppose. And somebody put a question to me. They were asking about if, since Ellis Labs has now stopped supporting Code Igniter, and in fact, they were looking to sell it off. So if we scroll down at their website, you look back way back in 2013, 0709, Ellis Labs seeking new owner for Code Igniter. And so that's the last post here. Now, this is, we're now 2014 in May. So it gives you an idea where Code Igniter is going. So since Ellis Labs has dropped it, the guy was asking me, what do you think is going to happen to the, the, the core Code Igniter libraries? Now, there are people who are still developing stuff, apparently uh, some of the plugins for Code Igniter. Um, I'm not in touch with the Code Igniter community, so, you know. I'm only going from what I hear. Um, so they were asking me, what do you think is going to happen to the core framework as time goes by, as PHP develops and so on? Well, first of all, I think PHP is pretty stable at this point. And I would imagine that any apps that you build with CodeIgniter over the next uh, couple of years will probably be fine, assuming that the core libraries are stable. I don't know. Um, I think they are. And uh, we still run, a, I think, one or two projects internally here uh, that are based on CodeIgniter, at least one. But we're, we're moving, in the later stuff, we're moving to Laravel because we feel, we feel it's a better framework, and I've discussed this in other, um, in other videos. That being said, if you like CodeIgniter, as I said before, then use CodeIgniter. I've seen people use uh, classic ASP. Not ASP.NET, classic ASP. This goes back to technology from the mid-late 1990s. Um, people have developed really good apps with this antiquated, uh, really primitive uh, web page technology, dynamic web page technology. It's not even close to what you can do with PHP and Ruby and Python these days. Not even in the same ballpark. But nonetheless, if you know how to write good code and clean code, you can still bring something to market. Now, I'm not saying you should use classic ASP. No, 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 no. But um, the point is that the lifespan of your CodeIgniter projects, no matter what anybody has to say about CodeIgniter, will still be, uh, I'm sure it'll have a long life if you just write the apps properly. So at the end of the day, I think, though, that the code base in CodeIgniter will uh, suffer because you're going to have a few diehards and there'll probably be scattered support for it over the next few years. 
but I've seen this play out over and over and over again. When a technology is, um, you know, when, when the, the main community, especially the people who created it, uh, when they decide to move on to something else, that project will quickly fall into the niche. And so it's not something you want to be is as a web developer. You want to, you know, assuming you want to get the jobs, uh, you probably want to keep your eye on what's going on, you know, what's coming down the pike or pipe, no, pike, what's coming down the road and uh, get ahead of the game that way. So for me, I would suggest if you're actively uh, in development or you want to be a PHP developer, I'd be looking towards, uh, I think Laravel is the way to go. I'm not saying drop your code igniter right now, but, you know, keep your, you know, keep your eye on that, uh, what's going on in the future and start slowly learning the new framework. And uh, I think uh, financially, at least, you're going to be in a much better position to do that. You don't want to find yourself coding uh, in the 90s, you know, when everybody else is in in the 2000s, if you know what I mean. I've seen that as well. I seen. I remember there's this language. I think it was it's called Delphi, and it was a very good language, and uh, but it got trounced by uh, I believe it was VB, uh, and the Delphi guys. They were like, oh, Delphi is better than VB. And uh, then they found that they had no work because nobody wanted Delphi development, they wanted VB development. Uh, simply because if you think about it, if you're oh, somebody who's hiring a coder or a, or a developer or your business, you don't want to be using a technology that um, is falling out of favor because it's going to be harder and harder for you to maintain the apps that you build because there are going to be much less Delphi programmers for you to find than VB programmers. So let's fast forward, you know, 20 years. Today, it's the same thing. You know, if I was looking to develop a new project, I would not be using CodeIgniter simply because I know that it's it's fading and it's fading fast. And I want to sort of try to stick, you know, stick to what the current trend is. And, you know, right now that's Laravel. Anyway, that's my uh, two cents with regards to that. Um, See you next time.